Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Turd Ferguson Report. I am your host, Art Mosley, and today we go over to Gwinnett County to talk to Coach Adam Carter, the head coach of the Grayson Rams, our friend uh, from a year ago. Coach Carter, how are you doing today, sir? Doing well, man. Thanks for having me again. As always, our pleasure, Coach. Coach, last time we spoke, you were uh, over off of Owen Store Road. Um, and now you move over to Grace, and we'll get into that in just a moment. But let's talk about your offseason, coaches. Uh, you had a big season over at Creekview last year, but uh, moving over to Grace, and is there anything, do you take any time off in the offseason or do you do rest and recoup, uh, or are you kind of right back at it? Well, I guess I took the, um, the fourth off, but, man, we've been rolling. Uh, we went right in in March to, to being here and, trying to get a staff hired and um, spring practice. And then summer got here, and everybody knows how that works. So we it ain't been a lot of downtime. Uh, and then, you know, finding out going to be a dad for the first time and moving and all that stuff. So it's been a uh, eventful six months or so, but uh, it's been fun so far. Coach, congratulations on the finding out about uh... – uh, are they welcome to fatherhood? Maybe is is a better way to put that. Um, Coach, you moved from Class Six A to Seven A. Had a lot of success over uh, at at Creekview last year. Uh, what's what's some of the differences you've seen thus far moving e- even from a, a Class Six A to a Seven A, or or also moving from a program like Creekview, um, where uh, you guys found a lot of success last season, uh, to Grayson, where um, that, that excellence has kind of been the expectation. I think that's probably the biggest thing is you know you take over a program who has won a lot, um, and, and that is expected. Um, Whereas it, it creeped you that those kids were hungry to take the next step. And so here at Grayson, we're, we're trying to develop that hunger to push forward a little bit further. You know, this, um, this senior class were a, was a part of the state championship back in 16 when they were freshmen, but not necessarily, um, you know, the last couple of years, you know, it's been, third round stuff and so trying to get that hunger and that same mentality with our kids now that that we had at Creekview and 7A presents his own challenges man uh there's there's talented football teams all over the state you know that Lee County team last year was as talented as anybody in the state in my opinion um and but in 7A I think you look at our non-region schedule it's it is pretty dang tough um and then you look at just Gwinnett County in general. Um, there's just so much talent here in 7A, and there's so much coaching talent around the area. Uh, it just presents its own new sets of challenges for me and my staff. And um, and this place, you know, Gwinnett's different. Uh, Cherokee County's a really good place. It was still a little bit – it wasn't as big. And, uh, you know, now I'm, I'm walking into a school with 3,100 kids, not – you know, not 1,900 kids. And so it's just different. It's just got it on different challenges. Coach, uh, even with the differences, what you know, football uh, at, at the end of the day, you, you you're teaching bot, uh, you know the basics and and then and and then schemes and things like that. But what are you looking forward to the most this upcoming season? Uh, you know, just the the competition. Uh, you know, I think that 
you, you go to a, a job like this to have the opportunity to win it all and, um, and to have that competition weekend and week out hopefully, you know, drives me to be a better coach and my staff to be a better staff and understanding that every week we got to be ready to go. Um, there is no downtime. There is no off week. It's, it's that competition that I'm looking forward to of, of trying to compete against the best um, week in and week out and with the ultimate goal of getting to that state championship. Coach, as you guys uh, enter or are probably really midway through uh, the summer or fall camp, however you guys call it over at Grayson, what's been one of the biggest challenges that you and your staff face this year? Just getting the kids together, um, that was a big thing. Is You know, at, at, at Creekview you had a bunch of kids that had played together for a long time, and it was a, a family atmosphere. Here we're trying to develop that a little bit more. I think it's still there. This community is really tight. It's a, it's a close-knit community uh, that's been successful a long time. But, you know, just getting our kids – you got so many kids in the last couple of years here that have, uh, have been big-name prospects, and they had, you know, all these offers and all that stuff. And trying to get a – a group of kids that are really good, you know, individual players to become a, a tight family type situation is a big challenge. And it's something that I think we're doing a good job at right now. I'm, I'm very proud of our kids coming to our practice right now and see their interaction with their coaches and their teammates and all those things. I think we're, we're taking great steps to, to make that better. You know, that was one of the things when I first got here that this senior group told me that they wanted. Coach, we want to become a, a, a closer team. Uh, you know, they they were nobody can, can you know argue that they were probably the most talented team in the state, or at least one of last year. And our senior class thought that they were just missing something, and and we're trying to get that something back. And uh, and I think it's working right now. It's a challenge every day. We run into different things, but our kids are buying in, and, and you can start to see a change. Which you know that makes. That makes me feel good about the direction we're going. Coach, I don't want to, to spill the beans, but one of the things I, 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 do, I will miss about you being in Cherokee County is uh, that, that I thought brought cohesiveness to your team was Sausage Dog Tuesday. Is that something you're implementing over there at Grayson? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, they ain't got to experience yet. Um, um, hopefully we break that out next Tuesday. Um, I thought that was awesome, you know, having – my dad around our kids is cool for me as a coach and uh, to be able to experience that and hopefully you know some of our parents will will come around and who knows you know maybe that Cedarwood Tavern crew will come check us out. <laughs> coach let's talk about your football team. Um, uh, we know that there has really never been a shortage of talent uh, over at Grayson, but tell us about uh, this year's team. Who are the players to get familiar with um, that you would say on offensive or defense that kind of stand out on the football field, whether it's their leadership or athleticism? Um, well, you know, we got a, a bunch of kids that are um, are high profile, I guess you would say, as far as on their recruiting trail right now. Offensively, probably our, our biggest uh, recruits. We have a quarterback committed to Illinois. We got a receiver committed to Georgia Tech. We have uh, a uh, what I think is a top ten running back in the country, Phil Moffa. Uh, you have Q 
skilled players like Jamal Haynes, who's been offered by Cincinnati and a couple others, and Darius uh, Daniels, and you have uh, Jaden Smith. We're, just, we're really explosive on offense with talented kids. Um, you know, defensively, we are not necessarily as deep with seniors. we got some underclassmen that are playing big quality reps for us right now. Um, Jaden Bose will be a in my opinion, he'll be a power five guy. We have two other defensive linemen with power five offers. Um, you know, I forgot to even say Bo DeBerry, our tight end, um, is another weapon force on offense. But I have a uh, Marquise Killebrew. Is, we found out on 247.com today he was listed as a, um, a top 25 prospect in the country. Um, you know, we got – we're we're just loaded with skill guys, man. I'm telling you, um, and it's obviously that's a good problem to have. But we have kids that go out and bust their butt all summer and go to these camps and try to show out. Which you know I've always been, I've always said, you know, go compete at these camps and go earn it. You know, and, and our kids do for sure. And and we got a, a talented group. We just got to get them. We got to get them on the right page. Once again, Coach Adam Carter, the head coach of the Grayson Ram, joins us on the Turd Ferguson Report. Coach, how about some of the players uh, that, uh, as you went into summer, weren't expecting or maybe kind of stood out a little bit, uh, maybe underclassmen that kind of caught your eye or coming into fall? Are there any of these guys you got on the team? Well, you know, not necessarily underclassmen this first guy, but I have a uh, my, my guy that's running as our one of our nose guys. He's our attack right now. Um I don't, he hadn't played football in years, um, and he has been a pleasant surprise. His name is Terrence Okowusu, and uh, he uh, he just works his tail off, and he is such a just a program kid. I, I wish I had a hundred like him because he's just or no sir and just goes to work. Um, we've had a couple of kids on the offensive line that have had to step up for us. We've been we've had the injury bug a little bit. Um, you know, I have a freshman that came in, really two that we brought up to varsity. Same kind of situation we did last year with Tyler Stevens a little bit. Um, and that are playing well, Michael Daugherty and Marley Corey. So there's been some surprises. I, I really do think, man, that, you know, when you take one of these jobs like this and you deal with some kids that have this offer and this offer, you don't really know how to take it. You know, you always are, well, how are they going to work when you get there? You know, what's their attitude going to be like? Are they going to? They're going to bust in the weight room. They're going to do that. And our kids have been really, really good in the weight room um, and, and just working. You know, they they just go they go to work, and you never know how that's going to work out, you know. and, and But it's been a pleasant surprise as far as their, their work ethic. Coach, you got a lot of talent on the football field at Grayson, but tell us about some of the, the guys on your team who are high performers maybe in the community or in the classroom. Um. Garrett Brophy's one. He's always in our community. He's a, uh, a junior offensive lineman. Um, you know, again, you got some of these guys that have been in the Grayson community since they were born or at a very young age. You know, we did a little elementary school open house thing the other day, and some of those kids got to go back and see their former teachers. Jordan uh, Elphick's one of those. Uh, Logan Daniels is a big community guy. Uh, we got a bunch of good kids. You know, Logan Daniels is a three seven and a 30 on the test i mean he's just a quality young man and um we got a bunch of good kids here that to get out and i'm missing a lot you know benny uh his name is uh john Hahn. we call him benny but he he 
just got some salt of the earth kids that come to work every day and will go the extra mile to help people. And, you know, again, it's a good community with good kids, which, you know, we're excited to be a part of. Coach, you play you, – you, once again, we talked about moving classifications and only uh, changing jobs with moving classifications. You guys are uh, in Region 8 in Class 7A. Uh, I know historically over the last couple of years the Archer Tigers have been given the Grayson Rams fits. Uh, how does that region shape up this year? And, and maybe some of what are your thoughts about it? Well, you know, I think for us, same, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but, you know, my whole – my whole coaching philosophy, man, just one at a time. And I think that, you know, I got to get our kids to think that way in our community and our coaches. And our, our region is going to be tough. You got a really, really talented Archer team. You have a really talented uh, Newton team. You have a shallow team that nobody knows about because they got a new head coach and what they're going to be doing. Um, Rockdale is going to be talented. South Lynette, um and Coach Davenport is going to have his kids ready. So, I mean, you just you got to be ready to go. Every week, you got to be ready to go week in and week out. And um, and just take it one at a time. Um, one at a time. Hopefully, we get to the region and and uh, we've made it through that gauntlet that we have of non-region, and our kids are better for it. And um, and we're ready to go because we got we to start out with shallow, and then here comes Archer. So. Um, it'll be fun. You know, Archer's just right up the road, like six miles. You know, it, it kind of is uh, one of them deals in Cherokee County. We should be right down the road from each other. So um, it'll be fun. That, that's one that the community marks on their calendar. But same same thought process for me. We're just going to take it one at a time. Coach, did I, I, I take it you did not have any uh, hand in, in scheduling this gauntlet of a uh, pre-region schedule with the likes of uh, Tucker, uh, Marietta, Westlake, and Colquitt County. No, no, that one was already um, <laughs> scheduled. Um, you know, that's a heck of a schedule to walk into. Um, but you know, like I said earlier, you you go to a place like Grayson to to compete against the best all the time, and and that's what we want to do. Um, that's what we'll continue to do, and and try to get ourselves in a position that to be as good as we can be and, and test ourselves against the best that, that they, there is. And when you start talking about Tucker and 6A and then we're going to Alabama and obviously Marietta and Colquitt and Westlake, are, they are what they are. They're going to be really good football teams. And so it'll kind of give us a, a, a starting point to see where our kids are and where we're at in the program early on. And hopefully we figure out that, uh, what we do well and what we don't do well just to get us ready for that region. Coach, uh, if uh, I know one of the rule changes this season that, uh, that some of the coaches talked to me about earlier was a 40-second play clock, but if there's any rule change that you could implement or see in the game, what would it be? Rule change. That's, that's a good one. Uh, obviously, I'm a defensive guy, and so the offensive lineman downfield is not necessarily a rule change, but something I just wish that was uh, – that was called more. You know, you start watching <laughs> RPO stuff, and I got a tackle blocking a, uh, a linebacker or whatever that's eight yards downfield, and I'm like, well, what the crap, you know? And so uh, that's one I'd like to say. I think our refs and our official associates do a really good job. The 40-second clock would be an uh, interesting thing to just to kind of figure out. We were talking about it in the stab, you know, the day just from like a, a two-minute, four-minute drill type situation on, um, on you know, figuring out your clock times and what you need, how many first downs you got to get to run it out. It'd just be a little bit different for us. And, but again, I, 
football is football, man. I, I, I don't like too many rules. Uh, you know, they say the more rules you make, the more the rules get broke. So <laughs> I just like to keep it simple. Let's just play ball. On the phone again with Coach Adam Carter, the head coach of the Grayson Rams. Coach, we just got one more question for you. Uh, um, what message would you give to the fans and the community of, uh, of Grayson this season about this year's team? Support this year's team. Uh, come out, be around these kids, give them opportunity to, to show you who they are. You know, don't have preconceived notions about them. Just come out, give them your support. These kids work their tails off to get themselves ready to play on Friday night. And, you know, being able to look up in the stands and see it full for a high school kid in a in a game is yeah, that means a ton. And uh, so just come out, be a part of what we're doing. You're always, you know, I'm a community guy, man. You've seen it, and I want everybody to be a part of our program and what we're doing. Coach, you guys get your season kicked off uh, over, like you said, over in Alabama, uh, regular season on the 23rd of August, but your home opener is against Tucker on uh, on August 30th. So we absolutely wish you the best of luck. Um, and, uh, you know, don't be a stranger. Yes, sir, man. Anytime I can talk to you, you let me know. I, I, uh, I enjoy talking to y'all. I miss I miss those folks over that way. I wish everybody in Cherokee County nothing but the best this year, especially the Grizzlies. So uh, I appreciate you letting me come on, man. As always, our pleasure, Coach Carter. All right, sir. Have a good one. Once again, that was head coach Adam Carter, the head coach of the Grayson Rams. The Rams will get their season kicked off, as we mentioned, over in Alabama as they take on James Clemens on August 23rd and then their home opener on August 30th against traditional 6A power, the Tucker Tigers. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N.com or on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt, T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody.